Welcome to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center's conversation series with Reverend Dahlia Adams. Today's episode is from our seven-part series, A Little Faith, Conversations from the Heart. We hope you enjoy. So welcome, everyone. My name is Reverend Dahlia, and I am very honored to be here with Reverend Sonia Milton. She is a unity minister and has been since 1989. She brings a lot of wisdom to her calling and to her colleagues around her. Um, She is culturally and ethically Ethnically, I almost said ethically, ethnically Jewish. Ethically Jewish. (laughs) Ethically too, okay. Um, She was raised in that culture, but not so much religiously. She's a child of the 60s with all the fire and passion for life and truth that the 60s brought and some of the more. brave experimentation that it brought as well. But she is an amazing source of wisdom and support for Unity Ministers in California and around the country. And I invited her today to talk to us, to talk to me about faith. So welcome, Sonia. Is there anything you wanted to add? No, but I was, I'm, oh, wow, I'm sitting up straighter just listening to the kind things you had to say, Dahlia. And I also want to say Dahlia and I are friends and colleagues and friends, which is such a wonderful thing um, to be able to share. Okay, thank you for that. I was going to say it and forgot. So, Sonia, I asked you here today to talk about faith. And I'm wondering what faith means to you? I I believe the bottom line for me is faith reminds me (laughs) that I'm not in charge, that there is a pattern, um, that I don't know if I understand it, but I trust it, that there's a pattern of of consciousness. Um, We all have our different uh, definitions of God, I view God as, I, I suppose, a pattern. I don't think I've ever said this before, thought about it this way, but it's a, like a pattern of consciousness and of, of this grand, I don't like the word scheme either, just this, this grand and great and unknowing mystery that when I know that when I'm tuned into it, there's a flow within me and without me that I can not really ride, but just pay attention to. And um, when I'm not in that that head space or prayer space, life is much more difficult. It doesn't have a lot that much to do with what's going on inside of me or outside of me. It's sort of this constant equanimity that reminds me of this. um, You know, we would say God is, a teacher of mine said, God is good, but not necessarily nice. (laughs) so it's that wax on wax off kind of philosophy the yin yang that it's it's all one thing it's good with a capital g i really love that and some of the 
ideas that you included in your understanding of faith, like pattern instead of scheme. Scheme sounds so rigid, whereas an artist can create a pattern and it can have rules or not have rules. A scheme is like something's in mind for the end and somebody I got, I'm like twisting my mustache here, you know, Uh for a scheme. (laughs) I love that you said mystery too, because that might be my favorite word for that, which we call God. Because mm-hmm. you know, once once I have a sense of whatever it is, and it's and if it's too down pat, I know I'm missing the mark. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. whatever it is is so much greater than the limits of my understanding, you know. And I love the fact that you use the word flow because I've experienced that when I am experiencing the truth of who I am and the truth of the universe, there is a flow and I'm not fighting it, I'm not struggling against it. And that also waves right into what you said about you're not being in charge or am I not being in charge? When when there is faith, I don't need to be in charge. In fact, I'm clear to have hands off in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I I really love that. Mm -hmm. Can you repeat it? (laughs) Oh, sure. Because I have it written down right here. No, I'm not sure what I said. I know. I know. Um, No, that's what's so wonderful about speaking to someone. Because then I get to know what I'm thinking. That's what's so interesting. I, I speak, you know, in my ministerial roles or whatever. When I'm having these kinds of conversations, I speak so I know what I'm thinking. And that's pretty profound for me. Yes, absolutely. It doesn't happen when I'm doing the dishes or the laundry. But it happens. maybe if I speak <laughs> myself more, it might. Or the dog. But... <laughs> Okay, so this wonderful experience of faith that you describe, how has it come into your life? How has it, you know, how has it changed everything? You know, faith really can change everything. It does change everything. I had a sense of this as a child, you know. In one way, it was... I felt um, fortunate that I didn't have a religion as a child that made me believe something, you know, Mm -hmm. that I had to believe something. I didn't have that. So it was sort of a self-generated kind of credo that that I found. And, you know, there were different things along the way, different spiritual groups or experiences or things I read. And then, of course, finding unity that I was able to align with and I would take the parts that worked for me and let go of the others. And of course, I was very naive. I think I'm more naive now, actually, than I ever was, because I just know that I don't know anything. And that makes life so much easier. Because, um, you know, there's the things going on right now in, in, in my own family and in the world, in the Middle East, it's overwhelming. I, I find I can't even within myself right now, today, in this moment, find a container inside myself big enough to hold all that. So I've had to just sort of back off and just go back into my heart and be with myself a bit because there have been times I've been able to, 
hold a lot. And I don't even know if I'm answering your question um, correctly, but there's always that that thing, that faith, that it. I've shared this before from the pulpit and with friends that while I didn't have religion growing up, I did have this phrase that my mother used to say. This was sort of our religion. And she would say, it, like capital I-T, it loves to happen. In fact, I wrote a little story about that that was in Unity Magazine several years ago. It loves to happen. And that it is that movement, that flow, that faith in action, that 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 stuff you can't really touch, but that you know it's not palatable, but it almost is. That's the it. Mm -hmm. So that's always guided me. And I don't know if I came in with that or I learned that. And so there's been so many times in my life where I, when I've realized I'm off course, that that's what's brought me back on course. You know, an early marriage, um, other things that weren't, nothing horrible, but realizing that I'm off track. And mm -hmm. when I tune back into that, that it, that knowing, that almost little voice over my left shoulder, um, and then I'm, and that never changes. You see, the circumstances change, and I change. My hairstyle changes, but that voice never wavers. And so I know it when I hear it. And my life right now, and I would think for most of us, is about finding ways for us to be attentive to that voice more often. And um, so even going, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I think even going to what sign of uh, extremes as we're talking right now, I've just begun a two week retreat where I will be doing some de physical detoxing, more meditation, resting, staying. You know, I'm, I'm talking to you now, but I'll basically unplug after we're talking today. And um, because that that voice gets a little uh, hard to find sometimes or to find myself with that voice. It's more like that. The reset to myself because of circumstances. Um, body aches, uh, deaths, births, wars. I get a little too caught up and out of myself with those things. So I think what I heard you say is for you, faith became something that flowed from within you because you were not given a dogma to memorize. Certainly so, yes. And, and that this has served you throughout your life, that this faith and this mystery or this whatever it is that is greater than all of this stuff happening has been that voice within you or the voice that speaks from over your left shoulder. And it's been aligning with that that's been your experience of faith as opposed to believing something. Wow, that's good, Dahlia. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Dahlia. Wow. Yes, that is true. And it does come from within me. It doesn't really come from without. I mean, it's like a it's like a partner. I've got a partner in spirit, you know, rather than this um, you know, guy up in the sky, you know, that um is scary, you know. But I can understand those metaphors and and again, ministerial training and ministerial life has um, taught me to really understand the myths and the metaphors. And, and none of this may have ever happened, but it's true. And, and I say that these stories may or may not have ever happened. I say biblical stories and other myths, if I may say, may not have ever happened, but they're absolutely true. So it's led to a way of 
understanding both scriptures and what's happening in life. And I think the biggest thing I heard is that when the overwhelming stuff happens, like the war right now, the wars, there's more than one, but particularly the war in Israel, that there isn't a place big enough within you to put that, not a place within you big enough to process that. But as long as you are feeling the oneness with that flow, the oneness with whatever that is, that is your way of being in faith, as long as you can connect with that, you can release all of that into that knowing you're not in charge, into that trust that goes along with faith. And maybe then it gives you a pathway to walk through these experiences. And that's hard work. Yeah. That's yeah. hard work, but that's the work of my life. And it's good to know that, you know. I don't think I even really realized that till, you know, not that many years ago, that that is the work. And it's joyful work, and it's hard work, and it's sad work. But, you know, it's, that's the narrow gate. Well, the alternative is to be crushed by it or to be made cynical or, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How yeah. about in your personal life has... How has faith made a difference, or how has it been a part of your life, your day-to-day -day life? You know, there's there's falling in love, you know, <laughs> which is, um, you know, there's attraction and those things, but falling in love, that is big faith. <laughs> and I don't know how to describe what falling in love is, but I've, I've fallen in love a few times in my life. But this last one, 42 years ago, that was really falling in love and staying in love. And, and the faith that that's bigger than, you know, it's not like I'm going to stay. It's more like that's that's what this is. And it's... um. That's my, it's, it's, it's faith. It's, um, ah, it's just holding to, to an ideal almost, but a real ideal, you know, something mm -hmm. that's true. Um, recently, as you know, I've lost um, a, a young family member, 40 years old, and it was very sudden and, and tragic leaving small children and, and, you know, at the beginning of this, this just happened, oh, say, two months ago. You know, I had a lot to do to help the fam our family, and I did all that very well and efficiently as I can and as I do. And it just has taken a while to really settle into my own grief and mourning. And that's, a, that's oh, I would say right now, this is the biggest faith maybe of my life right now, is the faith that knows and I don't mean this in a Pollyanna way, but all things do work together for good. And it's the good with a capital G. It's not good as opposed to bad or evil. And just seeing the pattern of that and my part in it, and at the same time allowing myself um, the copious tears 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I had some even this morning, just the the tragedy of it. But it's life and it's movement and it's um it's what we are and what we have. And it's sort of like I just think of these waves and the yin yang symbol and um clouds and rain and you know, that's all of it, you know, and that that's stuff I can hold. I, I have enough capacity to hold that, which is pretty much a lot. The world situation right now is is too much, you know, hold just holding, you know, what I do hold is um sufficient right now. And right now, as I said for these two weeks, it's really about me, which is a hard thing, you know, it's just gonna be about me and really what do I do I wanna stand up? Do I wanna sit down? Do I want to sleep in? Do I want to not? Do I want to go to the restroom now? Do I not? Do I want to wash my face? Do I want to drink of water? Instead of just doing everything by road, it's like, what do I really want? And I don't think I've taken time for that, maybe ever in a real way, you know, dealing with the years of maybe codependency or all those other things that we have to work through as we as we move along in life. And so the luxury, I do feel like it's a luxury right now that I have this time because then I can leave here and be more efficient, more grounded and more loving and more accepting of myself. And then I'll have a lot more room for those others in my life and my family and those I serve. So this is an amazing opportunity I have. And I'd like to encourage everybody in any way you can, even if it's just, you know, an hour or five minutes to take that as what, what's me right now? Not, not the, stuff that's running me, not not what I call thinking that's really just going you know, around monkey mind, but really what's an original thought I have? So no, I what you're doing this, mm-hmm. this time, so what you're doing this retreat, this time for you, again, if I've been understanding right, allows you to to feel deeply in tune with that faith, with that inner voice, with that sense of who you are and what's guiding you. Because the retreat is more than just physical self-care. It allows you to know what is it that I want in this moment, what's calling me in this moment. Let me tell you, it's faith that's really keeping me here because there's the other voice that's going, I'm not going to be able to do this. You know, I'm just kind of, this is not, I don't have to do that. I can just you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do it. I don't think I can do it. You know, he did it. She's doing it. He's not doing it, you know. But it's the faith that all I have to do is show up. Isn't that? I find that with I have an exercise class I go to twice a week. And I go because all I have to do is get there. I don't have to figure out what I do. I just get there and I do what she tells me because she's someone I trust and I work with. And that's how it is here. I just kind of do what they tell me, you know, drink some water, you know, have some juice, rest, you know, take a walk as you want. No. So once again, I'm hearing (laughs) not being in charge and just being in the flow both within you and around you. I was really struck with your response about faith in your life and falling in love and how much that is a a faith process. And I think anybody Mm -hmm. who's ever consciously fallen in love would say, yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is. And then the other piece you went into about how 
You know, there comes a time in life where we get confronted with mortality, if you will. The fact that our life is a our physical life is a life that begins and ends, and relationships are impacted deeply. And to be confronted with that and to be at peace with it, yeah. you know. So I'm I, I'm loving the faith that you're describing. It's so very much a part of every moment. Mm-hmm. Every breath you take, everything you do, and how you respond. So different from the faith that I was taught as a little Catholic girl as a gift from mm-hmm. God, which allowed me to believe or not believe the stuff in the creed they made me recite. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing to do to a child. I also you know, I said that. Time. I don't know if that's true. That was like, let's cancel that out. But, you know. It was okay at the time. It wouldn't it be okay. okay right now. Yeah. You know? There you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you delete that part when I said that? <laughs> Those are listening. I didn't mean I wasn't thinking. No, because it's true. It also gives you something to push back on, which is really a wonderful thing to have in your life. You know, something to say yes or no to. That's a wonderful gift. That discernment. That's one of our powers. For me, it was something to be safe with Mm. until I felt safe enough to open up to bigger and better things. Oh, Donnie, I love that. That's exactly because we do want that. We do want that. And I didn't, that's the other thing. I didn't have that. And I missed that growing up. I didn't have that safety of. Whatever that that was, it was, well, this I was is exactly pretty much a bright yeah. child. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're heading toward the conclusion of our time together, and I'm wondering if there is anything that you feel would be important for you to say that you haven't said yet. Wow. About. Just that life and God is process; <laughs> it's not stagnant. <laughs> It does not stay the same. It's full of wonder. And faith. And and faith, you know, yeah. You can't, like, buy faith or drink faith, you know, or eat faith. You have to find your own faith. And maybe your faith is in whatever it is, but it's yours, you know, whether it's in money or your kids or, you know, but. I'd like to encourage everybody to take quiet time with self, which is hard for somebody like me, an extra. I'm such an extrovert, to have learned to enjoy that instead of forcing my, oh, I got to sit and be quiet. You know, now I crave it and I love it. And I find it very generative. So I think that's it. (laughs) Thank you so, so much. I so appreciate it. You're taking time, especially in the middle of your retreat like this. Mm. Uh, I feel blessed by the things that you've shared. So thank you so much, Sonia. Oh, and thank you. Thank you, Reverend Dahlia. You are a gift. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.com dot org.